0: It is another edition of Mini Chirps, our player signing editions, and we bring in a Cyclones defenseman, Graham Brown, who is coming back for season two in the Queen City. Graham, it's been a while since the fans have seen you. I haven't seen you in months. How are things going up north?
1: Good, man. Busy summer up here. Uh, weather's been great. And, uh, nice to get a little bit of time off and enjoy it. Uh, it's been it's been pretty awesome. Though, but looking forward to get back getting back to Cincinnati in the fall here, and you know starting to skate and get things going.
0: The interesting thing about these Zoom calls is we're talking to people from all over the U.S. and much like yourself, a lot of players in Canada, we've seen guys answer these uh, in rooms, kind of like mine. I'm a pretty bland guy at home, not a lot going on. You're calling in from work uh, at a nice hotel, it looks like, from what you were showing me. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you're doing for work this summer?
1: Yeah, so uh, my family owns a couple of hotels in a Small little tourism town in, uh, in Canada called uh, Gananoque. So, I I do all the sales for my dad's company. So we're, we're really busy right now in the summertime. We're getting lots of people in town and trying to drive rate and drive occupancy the best I can. So I I do that I do that in my uh, my off season. So I don't I don't get too much time off in the summer, but uh, I enjoy it and it's a nice little gig gig to do.
0: It sounds like your phone just went off. That could be another client coming in for you.
1: Exactly, or, or another problem I got to solve, one of the other.
0: <laughs> I, you know what I can tell you this: Cyclones uh, staff appreciate hearing this because they know what it's like. Our, our sales staff does a, a tremendous job of of getting people in the seats at Heritage Bank Center. You got to experience that firsthand, and this was your first professional season. And and Brownie, you kind of became a fan favorite right away. I think people like your toughness; they like that you can hit. We certainly know you can fight. What was it like in the couple of months that you got to experience professional hockey with the Cincinnati Cyclones?
1: Well, it just kind of brings me back to my first game playing. Uh, it would have been New Year's Eve, indoor fireworks, place was packed. Ended up getting in a scrap, I think five or ten minutes into my first game, and just the fans in Cincinnati are amazing. Like they they love the rough and tough style, and I'm I'm happy I can bring that to the table. You know, hopefully, I you know night in and night out. So. Uh I appreciate the fans and the amount of fans we get there is incredible especially you know Ohio I never thought it'd be much of a hockey state but it's crazy the fans we're getting there. I mean it's amazing
0: Yeah and and you know this from being with the team that second half of the year like we went uh, to a lot of different arenas on the road um there aren't too many places that really rival uh what you get in heritage bank center especially on some of those i mean you talked about new year's eve there were over eight thousand fans uh in the arena for that those indoor fireworks and i mean man dude that that place gets loud
1: oh it's the best and then i get you know buddies coming to town you know they had a couple buddies on allen or or different teams that are coming in from out of town and they just couldn't believe the atmosphere that we, that we have in our rink and how great it is a of a spot to play at, you know, people, other teams come in and then they're, you know, they wish they were on our team because obviously the fans and the building and the city. So it's definitely something I'm happy to be there and I'm enjoying it.
0: Yeah. You mentioned your buddies. I I didn't get to meet them. I got to meet your mom and she's a huge Cyclones fan. Now, I, I think a Graham Brown fan first, a Cyclones fan second, but I mean, how cool is it to, to get people from home Ah, uh, to Cincinnati because I know there's a lot of players that unfortunately don't get that. Um, uh, even myself, you know, family lives so far away from uh, here in Ohio, which really just—I mean, we're on the the corner of Ohio. We border Kentucky, so uh, how neat was was that to just see familiar faces in the stands uh, watching you do your thing?
1: Yeah, luckily uh, I got I got both my mom and my dad to come down a couple times this year. Only only in the matter of months. I mean, I was only there from pretty much January 1st to the end of the year, so. Luckily, yeah, I got you know I got a great family who doesn't mind traveling and coming down and supporting me. And obviously, Mosser, I think she was a bigger fan of you than me. I mean, she lo- she just loved your <laughs> announcement, man. She loved it.
0: I hope she loved the the playoff goal that we called for you. I'm trying to think if that was uh, I want to say it was game five or game four.
1: Game th- no, what did we do? It was two three two, right? So it was, that was game one in Cincinnati. Game three, game game right. one for us. Right. Yeah. That was, uh, it was that was a nice great. goal too. Thanks. Appreciate it.
0: Um, so, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about the playoff series yeah. and, and kind of how that, that came to a close for you, but first let's just, you know, keep talking. I mean, we're, we're mentioning friends and family. Mm-hmm. What helps is coaching and teammates and people who are really getting you acclimated day in and day out in that dressing room. So, um, you know, you're back in Cincy for year two, but this happens uh, by who, if you don't mind sharing? Is it Alex Bazzera, the assistant coach, who I know you worked closely with, being a defenseman, which he manages? Was mm-hmm. it Jason Payne? Was it one of the players uh, in that locker room that kind of put the bug in your ear that hey, that the Cyclones would be a good spot to join? I mean, how did you end up in Cincinnati?
1: So I used to, I used to. Uh... Well, let me get this straight. So back, uh, there was a there was a place I used to work out at in Kingston. It's about like 20 minutes from Dan and, Acquay and Painter was uh Painter was working there. And this had to have been this had to have been six or seven years ago, at least, maybe eight years ago. And uh, you know, I just stayed in touch with Painter. Uh he was running more of a he was more doing like skills and coaching at that time. He just retired from pro. So he was just kind of getting his feet wet and then uh kind of just stayed in touch with them uh you know i'd post something on facebook or instagram and you know painter would reply or he'd post something like you know shoot him a message or whatever and then you know we just kind of got talking you know once i'm done playing hockey he'd love to have me come down to cincinnati and play pro then it was just you know there was another covid was going up happening again in canada and then my hockey season was getting shut down at school so i just you know, picked up the phone, called Painter, got my coach from uh, Queens University to also give him a call, and then it was like two days later. I'm, you know, playing in my first game, you know, in front of ten thousand people, and you know, it was amazing. And that's kind of just how it uh, how it started.
0: Isn't it crazy? You know, for all the bad that comes with COVID, and I've talked with Painter mm-hmm. about this in in the same breath it provided so much opportunity for guys like yourself i mean you know you were, were uh, among a cast of players you know some stayed with the team throughout the season um some didn't and, and still you know ended up making contributions when they were here um i mean again for all the negative that it had um and thankfully and fingers crossed you know we are on the other side of that entirely Mm -hmm. so many people got opportunity I mean how important was it for you there you know like you said Queens University all of a sudden you think you're just going through another college season and now you get thrusted into a role where you and you know this Brownie with the way the ECHL works that could have been one and done for you you could have came up played a game and and Painter could have said hey it's not going to work out and you ended up working your tail off and stayed with the team the rest of the year.
1: Yeah exactly I was actually having a conversation with this with a buddy the other day and like at Queens, you know, you go and you play and you'd be on the team at the start of the year, but once you start playing pro, you're, you know, you got to fight every day for your, for your, for your life. I mean, it's your job now and somebody is always knocking at the door, trying to take your spot. So, uh, you know, you got to come in and make a statement or score a goal or get in a fight or just battle your ass off to stay in the lineup and, you know, keep painter on your side that he wants to keep you around. And luckily, luckily it worked out for me and, you know, just with hard work and, determination. So uh, that's definitely the biggest difference that I noticed between, you know, university hockey and, and uh, pro.
0: So you talk about determination. Uh, I think you're kind of going through it right now and probably have been for a couple of months, Um, you know, talked about this off air and, uh, you know, you, you were a starting defenseman for the team in the playoffs and uh, a big contributor in this lineup and then game six in Toledo uh ended up going down and unfortunately suffering a a pretty significant injury so um again graham brown signed with the cyclones we're talking a lot about uh, the guys that are coming in that are getting ready for october for you it's going to be a little later and a little past that um as you continue to rehab so i mean are you willing to kind of just open up because it sort of happened all all at once i mean you were hurt in the game, didn't return. A couple days later, we get eliminated. In game seven, everybody goes home anyway. Um, so fans may not know exactly the extent of everything that was going on. Can you kind of rewind back? It's you know a tough memory to look at, but rewind back to, I, I believe it was April 30th, uh, game six in Toledo.
1: Yeah, game six uh, was, I think it was second period. I just kind of went into the boards a little awkward and hit a guy and my knee ended up uh... <laughs> kind of buckling a bit there. And I didn't think it was going to be too bad. I, you know, diagnosed it in the dressing room and it was just, you know, we're going to take the rest of the night off and try to, uh, you know, get you back for, at that point we were down, I think three, nothing. So you know, hopefully we can get back, uh, get you back for game seven. And then unfortunately I went, uh, to the hospital, obviously when I got back and I got an MRI and it obviously wasn't the news I was expecting. So I, I tore some uh, ligaments in my knee and, uh, basically I got uh, surgery down there 10 days later, but it sucked. Cause you know, uh, we got eliminated in game seven and then, you know, I'm, I'm stuck there and, you know, getting surgery. So anyways, it's been a, been a long process and I'm, I'm feeling good now, you know, I'm back up on my feet, I'm walking around and it's going to be a little bit later of a start for me. Uh, you know, I'm hoping I can get in my first game in December. So I'll be around, uh, come October, November, I'll be around. I'll be with the team. I'll be training. I'll be stepping on the ice. And then once I can uh, get back to a hundred percent, I'm I'm going to be ready to make my debut again.
0: Well, I think it's exciting. And at least to know that you know, the surgery was successful, you're on your feet, as you said. So the progress is certainly there. Um, yep. You mentioned December is the timetable now between now and then, I mean, you, you struck me when you were here as a guy who I watched get better and better from December to May. So I, I feel like even though you're you're not 100, percent you're not able to go full contact yet. Are Are you doing little things to get better, even if it's watching stuff? I mean, a start of oh, the game.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I uh, I got a bike here at home. I've been going to physio five times a week. Uh, you know, it's been pretty rigorous schedule that I've been on. You know, just trying to stay in shape. And obviously, there's things that I haven't been cleared to do. And as the, as as I get closer to you know, beginning being cleared to play i get i get to cross things off my list i can start running soon i can start jogging i can start doing agility work and all that type of stuff but right now you know i'm just staying focused i'm doing a lot of biking a lot of physio a lot of therapy just to kind of loosen up those muscles and make everything uh, heal properly i guess would be the right way to do it and you don't want to go too fast because you could you know you could end up hurting yourself even worse so right now it's just mainly cardio biking you know upper body workouts so it's going pretty good though
0: So let me ask you this as we get to the tail end, Graham, uh, of this conversation. You know, you mentioned Painter. um, Alex Bazzara was somebody you worked with a lot, uh, being that he was the assistant coach that mainly handled the defense core for the Cyclones last season. How much are you looking ahead? And I get, you know, first things first is is being 100% and being able to play at that December timetable that you've kind of lined up for yourself. I guess second, what follows that is, you know, how how different, if any, are you expecting or having expectations of yourself uh, in your second professional season? Now that you know what the professional game is like at the ECHL level, what do you see or want to see out of your game as you as you try to peel more layers back into proving as a total player?
1: Yeah, I would think just consistency is one of the biggest things. You know, showing up every night and. You know having a good good solid game every night and that that comes into uh also play with our team too and you know that's one of the things that i think we need to strive to be better for is you know we can't drop two or three games in a row we gotta we gotta win five and maybe lose one and get back get back on our feet the next game and you can't we can't let these losing streaks streaks keep uh, catching up to us so that's the biggest thing for me is just consistency and you know that's a big mental state of the game you know that's all that's all going on upstairs so Uh, I think that's the biggest thing for me and, you know, just kind of staying focused. And uh, I think with the way the season ended and, you know, you know, making the final playoff team, you know, getting signed again, you know, I'm, I'm I'm right there. So I'm just going to have to try to hop right back in it uh, and just be ready to go come, come time to play.
0: You've got uh, like an intangible hunger. I can feel it uh, just through talking with you. And it's so exciting to hear that. And, Graham, I'm so happy to know that you're doing better. By the way, you clearly have spent a lot of time with Dejan Mingo. I say that because your answer right there is so similar to him, a guy who was there all season last year and saw yeah. the roller coaster of a year that it was. Let's just definitely. call it what it was. Uh, there's a need for more consistency, and I feel like that's recognized by you, and you mentioned the mental side, but um, it sounds like a total buy-in from the team right now.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely think uh, definitely think so, and especially with taking uh, Toledo to seven, you know, I think and with a lot of guys returning, I think uh, everybody's going to be on the same page, and it's going to be an exciting year, and to go win a championship.
0: Sounds like a plan, I'm sure, for you and our fans. They sound hungry, too. Cyclones' first face-off is going to be October 29th, 7.30 on a Saturday against Iowa. They'll kick things off on the road to start the season a week earlier in Fort Wayne. Uh, this is another player signing edition with a great uh, salesman in Graham Brown. You've got the uh, the Cyclones quarter zip on. You are uh, marketing the team. I know you got to sell some hotel rooms for now, but uh, Brownie, thanks for taking the time. And we look forward to you uh, selling some tickets here for fans to see you do what you do best in Cincinnati.
1: Thanks, Mosser. Thanks, everybody else. Thank you.